Fiercely Flipping 50 is a premier podcast for high-achieving midlife women who know a great life doesn't happen by accident. It's something we create. If you've accomplished a lot in your life, but you need a little extra confidence and courage to achieve that next big dream, or maybe you're not sure that's possible for you in midlife and beyond, either way, this podcast is for you. In each episode, Certified Life and Health Coach Janelle J teaches you how to overcome fear, self-doubt, your own self-critical thoughts, and social conditioning so you can let go of anxiety and insecurity and boost your courage and confidence to get what you want in this next and possibly best part of your life. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to this episode of Fiercely Flipping 50. How is everyone today? I am in Northern Nevada and we are back to some winter weather, like the weather that is super windy and I don't love. I'm okay with a nice calm snowstorm, but I'm not a fan of the wind. And you might even be able to hear it on this podcast. I don't know. So if you hear something that sounds like wind, that is probably exactly what it is. And it's a perfect evening to record the podcast. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about confidence. And the reason is, is because Fiercely Flipping 50 is all about creating the life and body and business you want and not the one that you think that you have to be stuck with. It's about achieving your goals and dreams and in midlife, in your 50s and beyond. And that requires some confidence and courage. And I've been diving into this, into generating some confidence for current and upcoming projects. Did you know that you can generate confidence? You can, and I'm going to tell you about that today. But most of us, by the time we hit our 50s, by the time we hit midlife, we have accomplished some pretty amazing things. Things like getting an education, raising kids, contributing in big ways in our work or communities, our families, so many other things. And now some of these things were easier than others because of our drive behind them, because we were in some ways younger, we had different thoughts about what was possible in our life. And some of them were for sure a little bit harder because of doubt and uncertainty. But the thing is that most of us not never stop having desires to achieve new things. It's how we're built as humans. And the desires keep us young. They keep life fun and interesting. And if you don't have a desire to achieve something new, I just want you to ask yourself why. Going after new goals and dreams is so exciting. It can be scary, but it it can be so exciting and fun. I like to refer to the motion that I have a lot of times about going after my big goals and dreams. 
as a, what do I say? It's a scary excitement. That's the feeling that I describe it as. And so many women find their passions and success in midlife. And I love thinking about all of the possibilities for myself and for you. Because truly, anything is possible. Midlife is what I like to say, the best time of our life. And I'll actually be 53 in another month and a half. So I'm there. I'm probably a little beyond, right? Although I totally plan to live until I'm 92. So we'll see. So the big goals and dreams you have can be anything. I've worked with clients to change careers, build businesses, lose weight, improve their health. It can be things like writing a book or relocating, starting a nonprofit, improving current relationships or creating new ones. For me personally, and you'll learn a lot more about me as these podcasts go on, I know, I've done so many of these things in midlife and since turning 50. I quit my corporate job to start a business in 2018. I moved in with my partner after 14 years of a long distance relationship. We did that about three years ago. I've deepened my relationships with him, with him and my kids. I've created new relationships. I've lost weight. I've improved my overall health and my life. All of that just in midlife, just since I've turned 50, most of it. And again, I want you to know that it is possible for you too. If I can do it, what, if I can do it, if I can do what seemed to be impossible, it's totally possible for you. I am no special unicorn snowflake that way. And I'm just here to inspire you to go for your dreams and to give you the tools and the knowledge that I have and share what has worked for, with, for me, with you, so that you can apply it in your life and get the results that you want. No matter what your desire you have, you have it for a reason. And I wholeheartedly believe that you wouldn't have been given the desire if you didn't have the ability to make it happen. I also believe that God doesn't call the prepared. He prepares the called. So if you've got a pulling desire, another big goal to achieve in this stage of your life, go for it. All right? No matter how big or how small you think it is, it is there for you to achieve. And what seems to get in our way, one of the things, big things, right, is courage and confidence to achieve it. Believing that you can, believing in yourself and your ability. So we'll talk about belief in another episode, and we're going to stay focused on confidence today. As we get older, our willingness to take risks and fail and be rejected 
often isn't as great as it was when we were younger. We know what we want to do and we either move forward knowing that we have the confidence and courage to go after it and create it, or we hold back because we're full of self-doubt and confusion. Truly self-confidence determines if we're going to kick ass in midlife or we're just going to be okay with what is. And either way, it's totally fine. It just depends on what your desire is. So let's look at what courage and confidence actually are. Google defines courage as the ability to do something frightening. Confidence is defined as feeling a feeling or belief that someone can rely on someone or something. It's a trust. Now that someone or something is our self, right? So let's clarify. If there is something I desire to achieve in my life, a big goal, I obviously haven't achieved it yet, right? It doesn't mean that I don't have courage and confidence to achieve it. We don't need to have already done it to have confidence to achieve it. If that were true, we would never achieve anything. When I was in college, I didn't have my degree, but I had the confidence that I would finish and earn the degree. When I began my past career in teaching or my current career as a life coach, I didn't have experience, but I had confidence that I could teach and help others. I had the ability to have confidence that I would get the ability to do it. So confidence is a feeling and our feelings are generated by our thoughts. I had the ability to think thoughts like, I can figure this out. I can work hard. I believe it's possible. All of these thoughts generate the feeling of confidence for me. Notice that I haven't proved my capacity to do it. I just had faith and trust in my ability to learn it, to figure it out, and to not give up. And this is sometimes where we can get a little tripped up. We think we can only be confident when we have the actual experience. And there's a little bit of truth in that. We think we're confident when we've already achieved, or we can be confident when we've already achieved it, right? But if that were true, we would never have confidence to start. Think about a completed goal that you feel totally confident in. In my examples, I was confident in my desire to help people, even though I had no experience to start it. And that's because I was generating those thoughts for myself. Now, I know you have had this experience with goals that you've accomplished in your life. We generate our confidence from the only place that confidence can come from, our thoughts and our beliefs. Now, it's possible that you might be thinking that just because I feel confident doesn't mean I'll do well, right? 
And that's true in the beginning, but I am confident in my ability to learn and to improve. Okay, it's all about that willingness. So let's talk about what prevents us from feeling confident. The thing that keeps us from feeling confident is that we are choosing to feel something else instead. It could be doubt or fear or uncertainty or all the above. These are feelings we have the habit of feeling versus choosing to feel the courage and confidence we want to feel. We have become so accustomed to feeling these kinds of feelings that we just default to them and we don't even notice that we have a choice in what we want to be thinking and feeling. Remember, confidence is simply, I believe my ability to do hard things. I believe in my ability to figure it out. Those are the thoughts or a couple of thoughts that can generate confidence. Our thinking can steal our confidence. I used to be terrified to speak in public, and honestly, it's still not one of my favorite things to do. But I'm crossing that terror, terror barrier for myself. That's what I call it, a terror, terror barrier. And the reason is that I'm always thinking about what others will think. I worry I'll forget what I want to say and I'll go blank. I think about all the people focused on me and judgment they might have, which really just means I'm judging myself, right? I anticipate the worst case scenario. But it's not that any of that is even going to happen. It's my thoughts of what might happen that steal my confidence. Even if someone in my audience thinks negative things, there is no upside to me creating thoughts and stories about it ahead of time. That does not serve them. It does not serve me. The worst thing that can happen in this or any situation are just our thoughts about what might happen and the feeling that those thoughts create. That's what prevents us from having the confidence and courage. Now remember, confidence comes from our thoughts. Your thoughts about yourself and the feelings that those thoughts generate. Have you ever heard the quote, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent? It's true. You have to think it and feel it for it to be true. No one can make you. It's a choice that we choose. You and me are capable. You and me are worthy. You and me are enough. Not because of our accomplishments, but just because we are humans. Just because we are humans alive living on this planet. That's what creates our worthiness and our enoughness. Not because we're good at some things and not others. Not because we were a popular kid in school or not. Not because of the amount of money we make or any of that. Just because we are. When you know this, you don't have to compare yourself to others for your worth or confidence. 
You don't have to look for the flaws in others to make yourself feel great. Everyone, all of us have the ability to create the confidence we need. And the more confident we are, the less we feel like we need to prove it to ourselves or prove it to ourselves by pointing out flaws in others. It's just how our brains work. You never have to depend on the failure of others to get yourself, get your, get yourself your sense of worth and confidence. And while it does seem like others sometimes have more confidence, I think that a lot sometimes. It's only because they have gotten really good at the steps of confidence. Believing on purpose, grasping discomfort, having your own back, and creating and living into your self-image. Going for those big goals and dreams in midlife in 50 and beyond and achieving them is totally possible when you learn and take these steps. When you remember that confidence is a feeling that you can create by what you think. So where can you start? You have to start by getting really aware of your thoughts, the thoughts that you're thinking and the stories that you're telling about yourself when it comes to this goal. The ones that have just become habit and start to notice what they create in your life. The best way to do this is to do a thought download. Get out a piece of paper and write down all your thoughts. Once you become aware and see the patterns and recognize them, you can start questioning them. You can ask yourself questions like, is this true? What else could be true? What do I want to believe? And gradually change them. Gradually shift these beliefs. Recognize this and making these changes in your thinking is so useful because this is when you start creating different results. Now, In order to express confidence, you have to be willing to face rejection and just remember that the worst that can happen from being rejected is your interpretation of it and what you make it mean about you. Just like in my example about public speaking, I can make it mean I'm horrible and terrible or I can make it mean that I'm figuring it out. Okay. When you know you have control of your thoughts, you have your own back. You don't have to shame and talk nasty to yourself. Telling yourself you'll never get it right, or you'll always fail, or I'm too old, aren't useful thoughts. I call these thought errors. That's like I'm always learning. That was just great information. Or I've got lots of opportunities to do it differently. We'll get you where you want to go. Make it mean something that fuels and empowers you. Back when I was losing weight and I struggled with sticking to my meal plan, I could have made it mean I'm never going to lose weight. But instead I made it mean 
I get to learn from it and I get to get better at it. I didn't let it take away from my confidence that I could achieve it. Falling down and getting back up always moves you forward. I teach Zumba classes and most of my students are over 65. And the ones who have success are the ones who show up and are willing to do it wrong so they can get better. This is all of us. And as we get older, we think we have to do it right the first time or we shouldn't do it at all. Our worst case or, or what the worst we think is that we won't do it right or we can't possibly achieve it. So we might as well not even try. We might as well not even start because then we don't have to risk failure or rejection. But you know what? This is what I call failing ahead of time. Quitting on yourself before you even go after it. The bottom line is you don't have to start. You don't have to risk. You don't have to go after those goals and dreams. And that's totally okay. But don't tell yourself it's because you didn't have the confidence or you didn't know how. That's not true. You can decide to think thoughts that make you feel confident. You don't need evidence or for the achievement. All you need is the thoughts and the feeling will come. It always begins with the thought. So here's a few more questions to get you started. What are you feeling about your goal right now? A feeling is a word, sad, doubt, uncertainty, just one word, not a whole sentence, just a word. What thought is creating that feeling for you? What action is the result of this thought and feeling? How do you want to feel? Again, this is just one word. Determined, confident, proud. What do you want to feel? Com- cur- uh, courageous, that's a great one too, right? Now just list three to five thoughts that give you that feeling. And what are one or two actions that you can take from these new thoughts today. All right. That's what I've got for you today. If you want to figure out this confidence thing for yourself so that you can reach your goals and dreams and need some support, click on my calendar link in the show notes and schedule a free discovery session or a free call with me. We'll look at where you can shift your thinking and where you can get back and how you can get back into confidence. I offer these calls for free and they're so cool. So just go to the show notes now and click on the calendar. We'll look at where you are and where you want to go and pinpoint what the next steps are for you to get there. All right. Thanks everybody for listening and have a great weekend.